Hello, along with my co-host Blake Kimsey, I'm Marcus McKinney, and welcome to our show Chipwrecked, a podcast about chips and the culture surrounding them. Today on our show, we're going to talk about not only the origins of chips, but also how this podcast started. So stick around for more of the podcast you didn't know you needed. So, Marcus, can I admit something to you? What's that? Well, I've been a voracious consumer of chips ever since I got teeth, but it was not until this podcast idea, sitting on a couch with you, when I started thinking, hmm, what is the history of chips? If I had to ask you, Marcus, where would you think chips were invented, or who who ate the first chip? Uh, I mean, that's a good question. Um, Does it go back to Cleopatra? (laughs) Hey, well, there is nothing new under the sun, as they say. So at some point in time, uh, people were eating chips or, or some form thereof. So so if I had to take a wild guess, if I didn't know, uh, I would say chips like started in, in, in the South. I mean, it just seems like uh, a lot of inventive ideas uh, surrounding agriculture came out of, out of that region. So... That would be my guess. Yeah, and delicious yeah. food, snack foods, yeah, salt. Man. Yeah, I would have guessed the South too. Everything, everything bad for you. you yeah, know, most of stuff came out of there. So uh, everything bad you ingest that tastes delicious. Yeah. So so it would come as quite a surprise if I told you that the chip, the potato chip, goes back to the summer of 1853, and a Vanderbilt is involved. Um, I was kind of surprised to see this, but what? but this is. Oh yeah, what? This is kind of the <laughs> apocryphal story. Uh, is that in this cavernous dining room of Moon's Lake House in Saratoga Springs, New York, New York, uh, Cornelius Vanderbilt, a wealthy steamship owner, waited for his dinner. So in the kitchen, there was George Crumb, the half African American, half Native American cook who prepared the meal, likely woodcock or partridge from the restaurant's grounds, served with French fries. But when the plate was presented to Vanderbilt, he refused it. The french fries were too thick, Vanderbilt said. So, Crumb did not take the criticism well. In his anger, the cook shaved the thinnest possible pieces of potato into hot oil and fried them to a crisp. He sent the brown and brittle rounds to the table as an insult, but Commodore Vanderbilt, as he was known, was thrilled with the novel snack. The proprietress, Harriet Moon, soon declared that these chips would henceforth be served in delicate paper cornucopias as the signature dish of Moon's Lake House. And in later years, Crum opened his own restaurant, Crum's Place, nearby. There, millionaires like Vanderbilt would stand in line for hours waiting for their Saratoga chips. And more than 150 years later, Crum's delicacy has gone on to even greater fame. Today, Americans consume about 1.5 billion pounds of potato chips every year, if you can believe that. I can believe it. I probably consumed the 0.5. <laughs> myself <laughs> me too so uh pretty crazy that it goes back to uh new york up there and i was thinking about the south too and just kind of the culture of chips uh we you and i've talked a lot about just the culture of chips right. the culture surrounding chips um and it kind of go, for me it goes back to the 80s you know kind of just always having my hand in a bag of chips um so what's the purpose of this podcast man it, it's simple we like chips. I like chips. You like chips. I like chips. I mean, it doesn't get in. I'm not going to make it complex or some, you know, profound, uh, you know, epiphany about culinary items. 
It's chips. We're pretty simple guys, right? You go to 7-Eleven, you get a bag of chips. On that note, in my opinion, 7-Eleven doesn't have the best variety. You know, I always, I go there knowing up front that I'm going to be disappointed with their variety of of snacks. What are you looking for when you go into the 7-Eleven? You want a bag of chips? What are you looking for? What's the hunt? I don't know. It just has to has to hit me, you know. But they're going to have the the standard you know, regular nacho cheese Doritos, the Your classics, basics. you know, Cool Ranch or something like that. And then they have, you know, some off-brand, but I think they're really trying to push their their own 7-Eleven snack. See, I don't stuff. like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean that I don't nothing against 7-Eleven. You know, do what you do. You guys do Slurpees. You don't do chips. Right, right. You know, so bring in some more variety, uh, a more robust, you know, buffet of snacks, you know, and then let the people choose. You know, don't force the the 7-Eleven generic kettle chips on everybody. Yeah, I don't want a generic 7-Eleven kettle chip. I'll tell you that right now. Not really. But, uh, yeah, to answer your question, bringing it back around, this podcast, again, is simple. It's about chips. We like chips. Everything surrounding that, chips with what kind of food? Chips with sandwiches. Chips with dips. Chips with beer or whatever beverage you like. Smushing them onto a sandwich. And I know you know you're you're from Memphis, so the culture right. of chips, you know, from Memphis, and I'm from North Texas, and so you know, um, you know, that's kind of what we wanted to talk about is kind of how you know it's kind of like the way a song can take you back to your youth. I mean, if I, I in researching just thinking about chips and being like, what were some of my favorite chips from the past? I saw the bag for pizzeria chips. Which have been discontinued. And that took me right back to my Aunt Lisa's house in the summer, playing with my cousins. Um, And that was really the only place we ever had pizzeria chips. But it's like a great song, a good chip. And can I be bold enough to say that a good chip is like a great song? It takes you right back. Yeah, it's uh, nostalgic, no doubt. But you say you saw a bag of pizzeria chips? Well, I just saw an image. I mean, I I wanted to reach into the computer screen and get get the bag of chips. I thought you saw a a physical bag. I was like, did you try them? I would have had to fought the person for them, uh, for those pizzerias. Was it empty already? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're pizzeria chips. It was empty. Yeah. Finding chip bags on the ground and uh, picking them up, saying, what's left? You know, but we've been talking about this podcast for about, what, two months, three months, something like that. And, right. You know, just thinking about the purpose of the podcast, since this is our first episode, when we, we when we initially mentioned the idea that we're going to do a podcast, we tell them it's mm-hmm. called Chipwrecked. Initially, they kind of snicker at the name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a uh, half-hearted, joking type of thing. Like, are you guys serious? But like we always say, when we mention it, it's kind of funny at first, but then people without prompting them start to talk about chips. Across demographics, people talk about chips. And you find out who's a closet chip eater. Right, right. Everybody loves chips. They won't admit it. Everybody's low-carb, high-intensity interval (laughs) training, whatever, you know. But people like chips. Yeah. I mean, chips have survived since... The one was this 18, yeah, 18, 1853. I thought it went back to Cleopatra. I mean, I've had plantains and, and and a whole bunch of other stuff, but you know, I think across cultures, which is really we want to talk about regional chips and the history of chips and even the cultural, you know, even get a little bit academic maybe sometimes about talking about the socioeconomic idea behind chips and snack foods and stuff and how they nourish people or don't. Um, and so, you know, I think over the course of this podcast, we're going to have fun, but we're also, we have some parameters on how you define a chip and those might yeah. change. 
yes yeah, hey i don't like to be put in the box yeah i'm not gonna put anybody else in the box i like to be able to like you say evolve you know with your definition it's not hardcore definition you know before what i thought was solely a chip 10 years ago maybe different now maybe kale chip kale chip kale chip going once um yeah never never had it you never had a kale chip See that's that's Not that that's, I can recall. That's the purpose of this this podcast. If I did, it wasn't good. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know that the only reason I have kel- I've had kelp chips, Marcus, is because our wi- <clears throat> excuse me, our wives uh, they don't like our chip habit. No, not really. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, we have to persevere and keep eating a chip. Hey, everybody has their cross to bear. If you don't like my chips. You know, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't pig out on chips, but you're not going to take them away from me. Yeah, you're not going to take them away from me. You have to pry them from my cold, dead fingers wrapped around a whatever type of bag chips come in now. Yeah, sometimes we'll fall asleep with them in our in our armpits, crooked like. But a- speaking of that, just a tangent, really, like. The bag that chips come in now, you should just be able to like snatch it open. Some chips you can now, maybe with the more regular style chips. But uh, these new chip bags where you have to cut it open with scissors. You got to cut them open. I'm like, what is this? Is it something have to do with like why? Why would a biodegradable bag be harder to open? Or is it I mean, have something to do with the environment? I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I feel ashamed. I'm like. I cannot open this bag of chips with my bare hands. Yeah. Or you try to rip off the corner and you tear off the whole side yeah. of the chips. And now you oh, that's it. a tragedy. Now it's a, a you chip. rip off the whole side. It's a bad bag bowl or now or something. Anyway. Oh, I find myself more and more just kind of rote, you know, without thinking about it, just cutting the chips. I don't even try anymore. No. I, f- I feel like, may- is that the fact that we're getting older? We're giving up? We just want an easy way into the chip bag? I think it's about efficiency. Yeah, we want to, we got to <laughs> lose no chips. Um, and uh, I guess the history of this, so that was the history of chips. But I think the history of this podcast, um, we were sitting on the couch watching March Madness. All right. We were eating some, I think, underwhelming tortilla chips, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, they were they were colorful, I remember. Yeah, were they like guacamole chips? They weren't good. Different shades of blue. And we don't, yeah. yeah, they were, yeah, they were maybe blue corn, maybe a little stale, and we don't suffer bad chips, no, right? No, I, I mean a bad chip. Yeah, I mean we had some salsa there, you know, so it kind of made up for it. But it's hard to mask just a, a crude bad mask, chip, you know. It's awful. It's uh, you know, should be punishable by something. Yeah, but but that's the thing with chips is even when they're not good, we probably finished that bag of chips. Yeah, I mean you just compulsively eat the chip. Yeah, you, you're going to eat it. He's like, I mean, I don't like it, but. Can I have some more of those? Let me get 10 <laughs> Do you more have those. any more? Can you, can you scissor open another bag, please? Uh, but what you were telling me whenever we were sitting on the couch about this these, this revelatory bag of Doritos that you'd had. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Oh, man. That bag of Doritos. What, what was the flavor profile? What, what was it? Okay. Let me just give you just a real quick backstory. So I like obviously like chips. That's why we're doing the podcast. But I love Doritos. Um, classic, classic nacho Doritos. You know, it was always a favorite. However, staple. Uh, a few years ago, uh, I was introduced to the salsa verde flavor uh, of Doritos. Uh, and I, like you said, I'm from Memphis. Uh, I was visiting, you know, a friend, some friends down here in Texas, and he had. He's a a chip lover too. He's a chip monster, as we like to say. But 
he told me about these Doritos, picked up a bag, tried them, instantly hooked, you know, like first hit, never the same. On the Salsa Verde. On the Salsa Verde. However, fast forward like three years. No, I take that back. Fast forward like six years later. Once I moved out here to Texas, I kept digging into the Salsa Verde. (laughs) You know, some stores didn't carry. I'm like, what is this problem here? Can I speak with the manager, please? Why does they have Salsa (laughs) Verde Doritos? But I kept seeing this. Wait, so you would ask to speak to the manager? You would sometimes... No, I was just kidding. I, oh, okay. I mean, my mind... I was going to take me there. Take me yeah. to that moment. <laughs> In my mind, I would say that, like, you know, they must be missing something here. But but you crossed that store off your list. Absolutely. Or I would check back periodically, just in case they had to change your heart. Anyway, um, I, can't, I kept seeing this, like, bright neon green Doritos bag. It was, like, popping jalapeno. I was like, that sounds interesting. But I, didn't, I never, you know, engaged in trying it out. Until one day, I was like, you know what? I've had a ton of salsa verde. I want to try something different. So I tried the pop and jalapeno, and man, it was life-changing. I, I think I ate the whole bag in like one sitting. Like in the car? You know, halfway in the car, you know, spilled out into the driveway, <laughs> into the living room, you know, picking the crumbs out of the corner. Uh, Desperately bag. licking your fingers, man. But the poppin' jalapeno Dorito chip, it is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's one of those things where, actually, last month, the month of June, going back to the whole wives don't like our chip. They don't like habit, it. You know, I said, okay, I'm not going to eat any Doritos for the entire month. You abstained. Of June. I in did. June? You know, I have willpower. You know, I'm a man of great strength and compunction, <laughs> but uh, I did have a small bag last night of popping jalapeno. Picked it up. It's July. It's good. It's yes. July. You can have them. Yeah, it's, I'm well into July. Well, yeah. I'm two weeks into. Yeah, two weeks in. In July, you, you know, didn't so even go at like a barbecue on Fourth of July. I didn't. Yeah, so it's I extended willpower. above and beyond. Do you get any points for that? No. No, no points. Um, who's counting? Well, but that's, I mean, the poppin' jalapeno, that was, as soon as you mentioned that, I, I said, you know, we were watching March Madness, um, and I said, I've never had the poppin' jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And you are such a good friend to me that you, the next day, you texted me a picture of the bag mm-hmm. to make sure that I could get myself taken care of. Yes. <laughs> in case I would have forgot. It's important to visualize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as <laughs> my brother salesperson, you can visualize or you can actualize, <laughs> or you visualize to actualize. So, yeah. Uh, that's why it's, it's quickly become one of my favorite chips as well and spurred uh, this whole podcast. So I just, we, we had to get that out, that chip like popping jalapeno. And, and one more no, note on that. My friend who introduced me to the Salsa Verde chips, uh, Luke, his name's Luke, I told him about the popping jalapeno and I gave him the whole rundown, you know, very enthusiastically. And he, I told, he said he's going to go pick some up. He picked some up. And he texted me a picture of an empty bag. And so he bit and they got him. He said, <laughs> I can't get these anymore. <laughs> I mean, they'll wipe you out, man. I'm telling you. Oh, they will. I'm telling you. The empty bag. The empty bag. Um, 
So we're going to talk about Doritos. We're going to talk about, there's been, you know, there's been so many flavors of Doritos that have been discontinued. Doritos has brought more chips to market than most chip makers ever made or sell independent, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff. And so I think what do we hope to accomplish with this podcast? I mean, one, I just like hanging out with you, Marcus. So it's a chance to get together, talk about chips. But I also want to try different chips. I want to bring uh, new chip flavors to our audience, regional chips, the best regional chips, maybe some chips people haven't heard of, chips from overseas. we got a lot of different theme episodes up our sleeve. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally excited about what's uh coming up ahead not only talking about chips and delving into the culture of chips chips from all over the nation all over the world wherever we can find something new we're going to try it out we're going to seek it out we're going to bring it to the people we're going to bring it to you guys but also again things surrounding chips and on our chip journey we'll talk about life we'll talk about music sports uh, food. Um, we can talk about politics. I, you know, I'm not afraid of that subject. No, no, not at you all. Know, some people may get all touchy feely about it, but I mean, whatever. I stick to the facts. Yeah, we stick to the facts on this podcast. Stick to the facts. Nothing but the facts. But yeah, I'm totally excited about uh, what's coming up ahead. And I'm, again, like I said, I don't like to be put in a box. I'm not going to put us in a box. You know, we're going to stick with the theme. We're always going to talk about chips, but. We want to, this to be a, a life podcast. Yeah. Chips our life. Maybe have some guests uh, on the on the podcast. Yeah. To talk about some of their chips. Chips, maybe, I, you know, maybe we have the wives on the, the podcast to see uh, to see what they think, to get their two cents. I did get uh, Danielle to admit the other night, my wife, uh, that she's a, a closeted chip addict. She definitely uh, admitted that to me. Um Mm-hmm. Already breaking down. Yeah, I want to go to some. We're going to go to some chip conventions. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. We've got some awesome. local things here in Dallas. We're going to try out, um, and so we've got a lot of fun upcoming episodes. Um, in fact, on upcoming episodes of Chipwrecked, uh, we're going to talk about um, our personal nostalgia associated with chips. Now, Marcus has not caught up on Stranger Things, but every time they. They've got a character holding a bag of chips so that they can prove that it is the 1980s. I just have a wave of nostalgia come over me when there's like that old Doritos bag, um, which is pretty cool. Um, those long forgotten chips from our childhood. Uh, we'll dig up those long lost chips uh, that were on supermarket shelves for a brief time. Just think new Coke, but more obscure. Uh, chips like Doritos Black Pepper Jack. Do you remember Planters Cheese Balls? Were you a cheese ball guy? Out of necessity, if that was the only, <laughs> if that was the only thing I like there. About, what I like about you, Marcus, is you're honest. Yeah, yeah out of necessity. <laughs> if there was the only thing there. But, man, I was the uh, Doritos Pepper Jack cheese or it was a jalapeno jack something. It was in like a metallic silver bag. I don't dive into We'll, we'll save it for a different pod, podcast. But... That was an awesome chip as well. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and Doritos has been trying to get the pop and jalapeno salsa verde flavor perfected for years because from the dumpster bin of their, uh, of chips we might talk about in the future are uh, Doritos Pepper Jack Cheese, Doritos Fiery Habanero, Doritos 3D, uh, the aforementioned Keebler Pizzerias, Crunch Taters. I mean, the culture of chips is, 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 is deep. It's deep, man. It's deep. It's a lot to get into. You know, we won't be short of uh, options or uh, talking points 
to, needless to say. I know one of your talking points or one of the things you like about a chip is, is, is the chip dippable? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it a dippable chip, you know? Um, flavored chips are sometimes dippable. You know, I've recently had an experience with a uh, uh, hatch chili. A hatch chili. Flavored. From like Central Market? Yes. Yes. You know those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me the... Give <laughs> Not me the... surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I have some now. I had some last night with some uh, sauce. I was like, this goes well together. This flavored, goes well. Flavored chip with a nice fire roasted salsa. Hey. And you, it's, you can even eat it without the salsa. You can eat it without the salsa. So, I mean, it's uh, versatile. It's got yeah. a lot of dust on the chip, whatever you call that stuff. Uh, season. Seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> flavor. Flavor dust. What do you call flavor dust? Oh, thanks, Marcus. Seasoning. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with or without the uh, the salsa, it's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, okay. So, well, the dippable chips, we've got opinions on whether or not when we go to a restaurant, if we like a thin chip or a thick a chip. thick chip or, you know, uh, are you a, a heavy dipper? Like a uh, shovel, like a construction worker, <laughs> or something, or are you like a, a light dipper, like a. You I know. think we're both light dippers, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a light dip. I like yeah. to get a little bit on there, and um, you know, go from there. But believe it or not, that could be a whole episode. We've talked at length about just that that one thing. We we'll talk about the worst chips of all time, um, vending machine chips, which are a personal favorite of mine. Um, best regional chips chip culture in general so i think we got a lot of stuff we're going to cover oh looking forward to it totally totally looking forward to it you guys will not be disappointed will not be disappointed at all yeah so we'll be back with you um in two weeks we'll be right back with another episode a little bit longer episode yeah we'll bring you some more more flavor flavor in your ear yeah have some flavor profile in the next episode so until until then Stay snacking. Stay snacking. Stay snacking.